Oh, hi. 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 Yeah, I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it is the one that bums us out the least. We are in studio. We are in the Troubled Waters, the storied Troubled Waters studio at Maximum Fun for the first time in a year and a half. This is very exciting. I'm reeling. Um, we have two fabulous guests, but we'll get there in a sec. To win this battle, each of our guests will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the the good comebacks that they have been saving in their notes app uh, to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus. Only one of you will earn that title, and it will automatically give your opinion on you know whether Space Jam 2 is better than the original, more weight than a civilian's. People, you are listening to Troubled Waters. Let's meet our contestants. Our first is part of Shipwrecked Comedy, and you can donate to their project, Headless, a Sleepy Hollow Story, on Kickstarter. It's Mary-Kate Wiles. Hello. Hi. I'm so excited to be here. So, I mean, what is this, like, your first podcast back in the world? Yeah, in well. The, in the real physical world? Yes, yes. Okay. I've done a few podcasts, like, over Zoom, which yeah. is fine. And, it's okay. And cool that we, you know, that you could do that yes. over, you know. But it's nice to be in person. It is. It feels very special to be we, here. We all need the human touch. Yes. As Rick Springfield uh, reminds us. Yes. Uh, you, that's a thing that happened, like, before your parents were born. <laughs> that was a song from, like, 1983. Yeah, I, I didn't know it. Okay, okay. Uh, our second contestant is also from Shipwrecked Comedy. What a coincidence. <laughs> Sean Persaud. Hello. Hi. That's wow. Crazy. Do you pronounce the D? Or is yeah, it Persaud? It's Persaud. Persaud. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was getting um, real French with it. I, so was my French teacher in high school. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. <laughs> she told me it was French, and I was like, no. Well, well all right. Okay. Sure. It, <laughs> it can be. It can be anything you want. It's your name. Yeah. How are you? I'm great. Um, and I, I'm, I don't want to disappoint you. This is my second in-person mm. podcast. Mm. But, but What was the first? Uh, it's it was my podcast. My oh, okay. me and my sister have a podcast, but we oh. we did it in person. We just did it in a room, and it sounds like garbage. So really? this is really cool. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I'm very excited about this. Yeah, I've been doing my stuff in my office, and it sounds okay. But mm-hmm. there's like egg. I see. I'm I'm like poking at the soundproof <laughs> yeah. stuff, which by definition you cannot hear. Mm-hmm. But there's like egg carton stuff all around. It's like Great. this is serious. Yeah, there's a big clock. Uh, I love the clock. There's we got headphones. We got, we got microphones. This is very exciting. Is. You have met our players, and it is now time to see who has the better grasp of what matters in this moment, pop culturally speaking. So if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked person or story or event of the last week or two. Mary Beth, you will go, Mary Kate. You're, you're not first. the first person to do that. It's totally fine. Yeah, I, um, I just want to, I don't know. It's, it's okay. It's bad. I, I despise being called just Mary. So okay. as long as you put something else on there, that's fine. <laughs> Could be All right. That's fine. I have a niece named Mary Kate. I don't, really? I never called her Mary Beth. Well, it's okay. It's again. You're not the first. That's all good. But yeah. I, it's cool to hear you have a niece named Mary Kate because it's like it's not a, the most common. It's a good name. Yeah, it's thank a good you. name. Also, I grew up Catholic. I went to a Catholic college. Yeah, you Every, got it. All like all of my you friends know. were Mary Sue, Mary Kate, Mary yeah. Catherine, Mary something, Mary something. Yeah, Mary yeah. Ellen. Yeah, here we are. Anyway, Mary Kate. I am. 
I'm really excited about this because uh, I, I I thought for a minute about like, okay, what is it? And then I realized something that I'm really passionate about that nobody really knows or cares about is a show called Somebody Feed Phil. It's on right. Netflix. Oh, yeah. Phil Rosenthal, right? Yes. Okay. And it's the best. I discovered it during pandemic and I am now full on Phil Stan. I love him. We'll do anything for him. He has um, liked my mention of him in my story on Instagram oh, a couple times. Boy. But the big news is that it's renewed for a fifth season. Just came out, um, I think, a little over a week ago. And right. I could not be more excited. And I really feel like more people need to get into Somebody Feed Phil because it, it is the content we need right now. It is so positive. It's uplifting. He's he's great. He's just awesome. going around, traveling, eating food. It's really like my secret dream of what I would love my life to be is is, is having a show like this. <laughs> someday. Someday. <laughs> Finally, things are going right for the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> uh, somebody feed Phil. I've never seen it, but you might have knocked me off the fence. We'll see. If you win, I'll start. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Sean Purcell, how about you? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay. Well, well, something that just happened that came out of nowhere that um, I feel like uh, everyone's sleeping on is... Um, we have a new Steven Soderbergh heist movie. Oh yeah! Out of nowhere, just dropped on HBO Max. No sudden move. Mm -hmm. And as a big fan of Steven Soderbergh heist movies, that's like a big deal for me. And I don't know if it was supposed to come out last year or, or supposed to be in theaters or whatever. I didn't even know they were making it. But then again, Steven Soderbergh makes like three movies a year, so right. I should just assume he's making something. But uh, we watched the trailer the other night, and I was like, "How is this not?" the biggest thing everybody's talking about right now. Yeah. And that cast is Don Cheadle, John Hamm, David Harbour. Oh, Come on. I haven't watched it yet, okay. but, but but the fact that but it, I there. could is, <laughs> is huge for me. Is yeah. it in theaters and? I think it's just on HBO Just Max. on HBO Max? Yeah, I okay. probably should have looked into that more. That's but. okay. That's all right. Sounds it's right a, to me. It's a tricky time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rosenthal versus Soderbergh. <laughs> On this episode <laughs> of Troubled Waters. Those are your buzz in words, by the way. Okay, great. Ready? <laughs> okay, great. As we move forward, which let's. All right. So in honor of the uh, apparently still going ahead, but as of this morning, as we're taping with no spectators, Tokyo Olympics. Oh, right. They have said the games can happen, yeah. but you just can't watch them uh -huh. in person because I guess there's another surge. Yeah. Um, anyway, we're spending this episode celebrating the places where pop culture and sport collide. Oh, boy. Our first round is called Sports Movies, The Soundtrack. Oh. Okay? God, you guys look nervous. This is not going to be my really category, <laughs> but Sean's going to do great. If you've never played poker, don't. <laughs> don't. That's fair. Okay. So this is our signature audio rebus round. Okay? If you don't know what, a, you know what a rebus is, right? Like um, T plus a picture of a hat. Oh, sure. Plus, uh -huh. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, so if, if you're like playing the easiest rebus in the world, that would be one. Um, a rebus is a word puzzle. An audio rebus is a rebus where the words are represented by audio clues. So this time around, the theme is sports movie. So for example, if I played you this. Well, I'm a mighty, mighty man. I'm young and I'm in my prime. Yes, I'm a mighty, mighty And then this. The answer I'd be looking for would be Mighty Mighty Man. Oh. I see, I see. Sound of a duck. Mighty it Mighty would be Soderbergh, Mighty Ducks. There you go. That's, that was just that was an exhibition game, guys. Oh, okay, uh, okay, so you will get the hang of it as we go. I, I promise. Okay. Buzz in with your famous last names, okay. which will also serve as 
you know, a, a call to them to cast us or staff us yeah, yeah, for yeah. things. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, I think yeah. so. Great. Yeah, I think that's smart. Okay. First clip. Let's hear it. Be airborne and to roar right up to Mars on a clear November morn. Okay. Oh, is there another one? That's it. No, that's oh. it. Oh, oh, it's oh, just oh, the one. Oh, it's just oh, the one. Okay, oh. I was waiting for another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, sports oh. movie. Um, that's what we're looking oh, for. Soderbergh. Yes. Rocky. Yes, because that was Rocky, I see, the I flying see. squirrel. I was, I was like, Rocky, what? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nope. Okay. Just the one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. 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 Starting kind of easy. Okay. okay. <laughs> Number easy. two. Stop, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> Plus, this this is a tough one. Can Might we talk have, it out? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, you are in competition. So sure, mm-hmm. sure. Know that talking it out might help your opponent. Well. But, listen, do what you're gonna. <laughs> we do have to go home together. It's so true. It's true. Yeah. So. I, I'm fine. I don't know what that first one was. That was, was that, just screaming. Was that Limp Bizkit? It was. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you for Bizkit. Bizkit. Like, really pronouncing it properly. Bizkit. I saw Fred Durst in a Ralph's once. It was a huge day for me. Wow. <laughs> Fred Durst is shopping. Okay. Weird. So, wait, do you live in Studio City then? I do. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Seen him at Laurel Tavern. Oh. Craziness. That's cool. Yeah. I haven't seen him anywhere. No. There's still time. Yeah, yeah there's plenty. You live in Studio City. I don't know if I know what he would look like <laughs> if I saw. Wait, okay. wait, wait. Okay. Limp Bizkit, and then there was like a cow. Yeah. So, first clue, perhaps more conceptual. Maybe mm. we're looking oh, for okay. a, mm. a mood, mm. an emotion. Angry cow. Up. Hate? Mm, no. You're Rage. <gasps> Rage moo? Rage <laughs> 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 Soderbergh. Yes. Raging Bull. Raging Bull. Oh, my God. Yes. The wow. spirit of Fred Durst led you just where you needed to go. Thank you, Fred. Uh, okay. <laughs> Number three. One million dollars. Plus. Sports movie. Rich Baby is what I got from. Real, that famous sports film, Rich Baby. Rich Baby. Let's see, we've got Dr. Evil. Mm-hmm. Saying a dollar amount. One million dollars. Oh, 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 uh, Rosenthal. Yes. Million dollar baby. Million dollar baby. Oh, thank God. Yes. <sighs> thank You've God. You've done it. Wow. All right, number four. Be airborne and to roar right up. Soderbergh? Mm-hmm. Rocky two. Yes. Okay. Second time. All right. Uh, okay. Second time. Okay. Very good. Number five, please. Plus. Is that also Limp Bizkit? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. Oh, oh, Rosenthal, Sea Biscuit. Yes. Sea oh. Biscuit. Wow. The famous sports movie, Sea Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was good. <laughs> Number six, please. Plus. Oh, yes. They float. Oh, Rosenthal. Yes. You guys, no, you, you can guys. do it. You said Rosenthal. Oh, you guys, you're too nice. <laughs> Whip it. Whip it is correct. You guys are very good at audio rebuses. Well, you're nice. In the last minute, yeah. yes. 
Listen, <laughs> we got it. Takes it. a minute to find your legs. Uh, okay, number seven and our final. It was born to be airborne. <laughs> Soderberg. Mm-hmm. Rocky three. Rocky three. Third time. Third time you heard it. All right. Round one is in the books. It's in the record books. It's in the annals oh, man. of sports history. <laughs> and the scores. I hope not. Are as follows. Soderbergh has four. Rosenthal has three. Honestly. We, you're extremely well matched. Better thought. Better thought. That's better than better I thought, thought I was going to do. Yeah. Better thought. <laughs> better thought. That's hard. Um, okay. Uh, we're going to take a little break. We're going to gather ourselves and we'll be right back with more Troubled Waters in a moment. Hello, I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And we host Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. Every week, we share media that made us who we are. Things like Archie Comics, Sailor Moon, and lots of Taylor Swift. And now that Riley's an adult, it comes with 100% more butts. And now I am totally comfortable with it. So check out new episodes of Still Buffering every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Butts, butts, butts. Join in, Riley. Butts, 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 Hello. This is so fun. It is fun. It's so fun. It is fun. See? Fun. And you didn't think this was going to be fun. Wow. Okay. No, I did. I'm loving it. Good. Well, welcome back, listener, to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing are Mary-Kate Wiles and Sean Perso. That's just how you say your name. Okay. Um, I've accepted that now. Yeah. So let's start the show with a returning favorite we call Weeky Tweaks. Okay? Here's how it goes. We are celebrating in this round the source of all knowledge, Wikipedia. Hmm. I'm going to give you a series of three sentences. You need to tell me which two are real sentences from Wikipedia, which one is false. Bunch of hooey. Bunch of stuff we made up. Uh, In keeping with our theme, the pages we have gone to are all about previous Olympic opening ceremonies. Always a great time. Okay, Mary-Kate, you're up first. These three sentences... Are well, two of these three sentences are from the Wikipedia page for the 2000 Sydney opening ceremony. Tell me which is fake. A, it featured various performances, including children singing the official team welcome song, G'day, G'day. B, the fire and nature segment began with various fire performers, jugglers, breathers, etc., moving across the stadium floor, symbolizing the advance of a bushfire. Or C, the event was officially opened by veteran comedian Barry Humphreys in character as Dame Edna Everidge. I, if I was listening to this, I'd be yelling at myself. I'd be like, mm. stupid. Yeah, that's um, the way it goes. I feel like G'day, G'day feels a little on the nose. A little on the, on the nose? Yeah, so I think I'm going to go with, with that one. Mm. That feels okay. wrong to me. Well, you're wrong. It was C, Dame Edna, uh, as, 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 at least as far as Wikipedia knows, sure. did not have sure, a sure, role sure. in the Sydney okay. opening ceremony. That's fair. No points to you. Uh, okay, number two. Uh, Sean, spot the sentence in which we made something up about the 2004 Athens opening ceremony. Okay. A, countries such as the United States and Switzerland, which are usually at the rear of the pack, got granted earlier entries due to their position in the Greek alphabet. B, past world leaders, including U.S. President George H.W. Bush, also attended and applauded their national teams during the parade in which DJ Tiesto played trance music. Or C, Bjork, B 
Bjork, Bjork, whatever, withdrew from the ceremony with just a week to go, reportedly because the organizers would not allow her to wear a dress emblazoned with the slogan, sport is war. <laughs> uh, that sounds that sounds like her. Uh, DJ Tiesto playing trance music, very funny and very 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, those last two seem seem so crazy that I think they have to be true. And I think mm. the the fake one is the first one: United States and Switzerland being bumped mm. to the front. I think that. Um, steps on Olympic tradition, which I think we all hold uh, very dear mm-hmm. in our hearts. So mm-hmm. I'm going with A. Well, you should have gone with C because it was uh, yeah. Bjork did in fact sing at the ceremony, mm-hmm. um, and we just made up the whole thing about that's the dress. so good. Yeah. I totally believed that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, good yeah. job. Wow. Now, whether she actually whether this was her actual song or not, I remember an interview with her at around this time where she said she submitted a song that included the lyrics. Pull up your socks and run through the ribbon, which is the most <laughs> Bjork thing ever. I, I don't know if that made the final cut or not. I'm going to have to go back. Anyway, pull up your socks and run through the ribbon. Number three, for Mary-Kate. Okay. Uh, which sentence about the 2016 Rio de Janeiro opening ceremony is fake? Is it A, one parkour group crossed the stage and jumped on projections of building roofs? Is it B, another pre-planned segment was in place for Giselle Bunchen after her catwalk, but it had to be cut because she walked too slowly during her catwalk. Or is it C, the ceremony was criticized by the international media for its prominent denial of man-made climate change? Oh, my. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go B, just because that one was kind of weird. Incorrect. It was C. It was C. According to the Wikipedia, the ceremony was actually praised for its appeal to the issue of climate change. Kind of felt that, but... Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, number four, Sean. Okay. <clears throat> Heading to London, 2012. Oh. Spot the fake. Okay. A, the use of animals. 40 sheep, 12 horses, 3 cows, 2 goats, 10 chickens, 10 ducks, 9 geese, and 3 sheepdogs, looked after by 34 animal handlers, drew some criticism. B, Doctor Who, from the long-running BBC TV sci-fi program, entered the stadium waving the flag of the European Union. Or C, the hymn Abide With Me was sung by Emily Sande while a group of dancers performed a contemporary dance on the theme of mortality. (laughs) (laughs) I really regret not giving a shit about the Olympics. Um, I didn't know that this was Really come back to bite you. Yeah. Those all sound made up. Yes. There's a lack of specificity with the Doctor Who one. Like, yes. was it some rando dressed as Doctor Who? Was it um, Eccleston? No, mm-hmm. it definitely wasn't. I feel like if they had gone the Doctor Who route, it would have been a bunch of the old ones. Mm-hmm. I'm going Doctor Who. B. B, you're absolutely right. Finally, we've got a score in this round. <laughs> that was the fake. Uh, the Doctor did not feature in the 2012 London opening ceremony, and I am so glad, and so is our writer, Riley Silverman, that I finally know something about Doctor Who. The Doctor <laughs> is not called Doctor Who. Right. It's just called the Doctor. The doctor. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 It's a thing I know. Did That's know the that. thing I know. I knew that. Okay. Uh, number five is for you, Mary-Kate. Oh, boy. The 92 Barcelona opening ceremony, uh, two of these things are true about it. A, the central section uh, was devoted to the Spanish rice dish paella, originally from Valencia. 
B, there were two main musical themes for the 92 games. One was Barcelona, composed five years earlier by Freddie Mercury and sung as a duet with Montserrat Caballé. Or C, the Olympic flame cauldron was lit by a flaming arrow. Ooh, that's fun. It is fun. But is it real? I'm going to say A. A is absolutely correct. We made A up. Thank God. There's no paella section. (sighs) Finally. In the Olympic ceremony, at least on Wikipedia. Uh, The 92 article, though, is very short, so it's very possible that a paella section did exist. It's fun to pay tribute to food. (laughs) Um, Number six, the final is for you, Sean Purcell. We have Atlanta 1996, Uh which of these facts is not a fact at all. A- the American Southern Spirit is a female operatic singer dressed in all white with large butterfly wingspans. B, they performed a montage of Southern culture in the Deep South, including the college sporting culture as well as performing an all-American party. Or C, the first official protocol of the ceremony saw the entrance of the head of state, Bill Clinton, the 42nd president of the United States. He then opened the ceremony with a solo on the musical instrument called a saxophone. Called a saxophone. Called a saxophone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a saxophone? Um, <laughs> it's a musical instrument. I see. Um, wow. Uh, I remember Bill Clinton playing the saxophone on a, like Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall. That's correct. And uh, I, I don't, I feel like if he had done it at the Olympics, we'd see it a lot more. Oh, mm. interesting. I'd see gifts of it, you know. I'm going B. B. Going B. Yeah. Which one was B? Uh, B was B was the All American Party. I don't oh, know yeah. what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Well, it was C. Oh boy. Oh <gasps> god. Did not play the saxophone. This is going to bother me. We all would week. be still seeing that to this day. And B is is so poorly written it has to be true. I'm going to read it again. <laughs> this is a, a Wikipedia editor whose first language is not English. Uh, they performed a montage of Southern culture in the Deep South including the college sporting culture, as well as performing an all-American party. I just should have gone with my... You really should have gone with you. That doesn't make any sense. I totally whiffed. That doesn't make any sense. When is our next break to gather ourselves? (laughs) Well, it's coming up right after I recap these scores, which are as follows. Rosenthal has seven. Soderbergh has six. We are going to take a break. We are going to find our center. We are going to take deep breaths. We are going to splash water on our face. We are going to run around the block a couple times. And I'm going to be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. Welcome. Thank you. These are real podcast listeners, not actors. What do you look for in a podcast? Reliability is big for me. Power. I'd say comfort. What do you think of this? Oh. That's Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go? They came out of the floor? And down from the ceiling? That can't be safe. I'm upset. Can we go now? Soon. Jordan Jesse Go, a real podcast. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Mary-Kate Wiles and Sean Prasad. It's now time for a favorite game of ours. I had time during that break to learn how to say your name. I saw you on the Wikipedia page for Prasad. Uh That was great. uh Yep. They speak the truth and they do it in clear English. Um, Okay. Now it is time for a favorite game of ours. It is one we call Motivational Speeches. 
So this is one where you get to take on the role of the coach in every sports movie ever. Oh, boy. Season two of Ted Lasso is coming very soon. It's going to be a lot of motivational speeches. It's a great show. So this, I love that show so, so much. Good. Could not care less about soccer, uh-huh. but I love it. Uh, okay, so we're going to call on you to give your sports person, your sports people, the, the, the verbal goosing that they need to step out there to do the impossible, to reach for glory, to achieve it. Um, here's an example of the kind of speech we're looking for. It's Al Pacino in Any Given Sunday. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Believe me. And we can stay here, get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. There you go. There you go. Al Pacino doing an impression of Al Pacino in any (laughs) given Sunday. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the twist. Okay. You will not be motivating someone to go out and win a sports game. You will be motivating them to do something a little more important, a little more every day, something difficult to pull off, but something crucial. Okay. Mary Kate, you're going up first. Oh, boy. Here's your suggestion. Okay. You need to give someone a motivational speech, which will inspire them to tell their hairdresser they are not happy with the cut that they were just given. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. You have one minute. Oh, boy. Here we go. Okay. You're looking in that mirror. Oh, my God. You, so quiet. You're seeing yourself, and you know, you know that this is not what you came here for today. You know that it is too short. And unfortunately, there's nothing that your hairdresser can do about that because it's been done. But you know that at least you can tell them what you wanted. And what you wanted is not what you got. And it is time for you to break through whatever is holding you back and just speak your truth and let this hairdresser know that you really wish they had left one more inch on there and that you have to walk around knowing that you just aren't quite happy, but but that you know you will live up to this. 10 seconds. Because it's now on your head, and it's who you are. So speak your truth and live with this haircut. Wow, so wait, they just have to live with their haircut? <laughs> I guess, I was like, what else are they gonna do? It just you know? felt like you were going in one direction, and then at the very end, it was just like, it's tough like, shit, you gotta live with it? It's a twist. That was a real twist. <laughs> That was a real twist. You really inspired somebody to just swallow their anger and let it make them ill. I mean, what else are they going to do? Well, I mean, what, that, what I was hoping they would do would be to tell the hairdresser that they weren't happy. Yeah, but it's, I mean, they should say it, but it's been done. So. <laughs> right. But this yeah. may be me but today because I'm getting learn? my hair done later today. Yeah. How are people going to learn? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was very good, though. Thank you. Otherwise, it was very good. <laughs> I do have to deduct some points, though, <laughs> for you giving the opposite of the <laughs> advice that I was asking you to give. Four points to you. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. Well, this is going to be a fun one. We have a few here. I've been asked to choose my favorite. Okay. And I, I hope, I sincerely hope that this does not borrow from the pages of your own life. But you will have one minute, Sean, to give a motivational speech that tells your sister that everybody hates her fiance. <laughs> oh, no. 
Now, I know that you actually do a podcast with your sister. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. I don't know whether she is engaged. She's not engaged, but- Does, does she have a boyfriend? She does have a boyfriend. Do you he's, like the boyfriend? He's very lovely. Yeah, okay. Do you actually like the boyfriend? I do. Yeah, yeah, okay. he's great. We okay. love him. Cool, so this is all just an acting exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, uh, Alec, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> great. <clears throat> great, your time starts now. <sighs> Look, I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. This is literally the worst day of our lives. It will never, ever, ever get worse than this. We're basically dead right now <sighs> because everybody, everybody hates your fiance. And here you are, you're just gonna marry him? Like, like everybody likes him? No, that's not who you are. I know you and I see it in your heart because I can see it in your eyes. You can't do this. You have 10 seconds. Because if this is the worst day of your life, if you do this, it'll be the best day of the rest of your lives. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Look, don't marry him, okay? Okay. <sighs> you, you still Damn. Have five seconds. Please don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and listen. Did it meander? Yes. Uh -huh. Was it? Was it like the uh, London opening ceremonies, sure. uh, a contemplation of mortality uh -huh. at the beginning? Yes. <laughs> but it ended with a clear call to action. Okay. Six points to you. Wow. wow. Six points to you on that one. <laughs> oh, and man. also, I mean, I did see that you were really trying to like avoid things that could be construed as real life scenarios <laughs> that could undermine your it relationship. Was, it was a it was boyfriend. a minefield. Yeah. It really was. It really was. But was I really took I really took Al Pacino's vibe to heart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah, man, yeah. he made it sound awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Okay. Uh, Mary Kate. Yeah. You have one minute okay. to give a motivational speech uh -huh. to motivate someone yeah. to get their taxes done well ahead of time. Oh, okay. All right. I know in your heart and I know in your mind and I know that with every single part of you, you don't want to do this because nobody wants to do this. I don't want to do my taxes. It's stupid. The government should just know. They know how much anyway. They should just They should just do it. But that's just not how it is. And I know, I know how much you enjoy your free time and just think about all the things that you can do if you just get this done. If you get this done today, I will buy you an ice cream. So do it. You still have time on the clock. So you can do it and I believe in you. You're and you, in this room. you got this and it's gonna be good if you do it. Still have 10 more seconds. So think about that ice cream. And think about going to the beach if you want. Oh. <laughs> and get those taxes done. That wow. I mean, the timing was great. You stuck the landing. <laughs> Thank you. Was kind of more a bribery speech than a motivational speech. <laughs> but that works though. It does work. Yeah. No, and it I is mean... inherently motivational. <laughs> but like if Al Pacino was like, you guys get out there and if you win, I'll give you an ice cream. It's a very different movie. <laughs> It's a very different movie. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Three points to you for that one. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Sean, finally, you have one minute to motivate your team to clean out the fridge. Mm -hmm. Your time starts now. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was waiting for the music, sorry. It's yeah, I know, it comes uh, in slowly. <sighs> fridge. <laughs> I never thought we'd get here, but here we are. It's been... Three years since we moved into this apartment, 
And weirdly, the fridge was fully stocked already. And we never even thought to clean it out. There's stuff in this fridge that's that was alive and then became dead to eat. And now it's alive again. And that, that doesn't sit right with me. And it's okay if it sits right with you. But know this, we all live in this apartment. And I can do things to you when you're asleep. Whoa. So, put on some gloves. Let's open this fridge. And let's... Ten seconds. Let's get through this together, okay? Because I want to have some breakfast. Five seconds. I want to have some breakfast without throwing up. Please help me. Wow. Wow. An appeal to reason and kind of a threat of assault. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a threat of assault. I went, I went somewhere else, and I'm yeah, sorry about you that. Yeah, really, you, you take this fridge <laughs> shit really seriously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I could tell. It came through. We're learning um, a lot about our, our means to, to get what we want in this yeah. game, I guess. Yeah. 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 It, it, this show can be very revealing. It's yeah. therapeutic in that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See that. Uh, four points to you on that. Uh, I am tallying up the points. Okay. Well, Christian's tallying up the points. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here. <laughs> Thank you, Christian. <laughs> sitting in this tension, Rosenthal has 14. Soderbergh has 16. Steven Soderbergh and Sean Perso, you are the winner. <laughs> You are our pundit emeritus, uh, Steven Soderbergh's No Sudden Move. No Sudden Move. And no I hope Sudden Move. He's probably making a movie right now. I just hope that he knows out that he just got some blast of energy. That's yeah. Like, oh, we just won a quiz show game. You got a boost. Yeah. You got a boost. Congratulations. By the way, No Sudden Move? Just one move. Yeah. That's not, I've never heard anyone <laughs> say that. Hey, no, no Sudden Move, anyone. That doesn't make any sense. Well, we think they just got it wrong and then they were like, <laughs> we can't change it. Yeah, it's too, it's late. too late. They made the posters. Yeah. Uh-huh. We can't do yeah. anything. Yeah. Our graphics guy quit. Well, yeah. we're done. Yeah. I mean, that extra S can be expensive. That's true. A 1-800-MATTRESS left it off completely for savings. Okay. Uh, it is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on. And then to write the karmic balance in the universe, tell us something someone else made that you want everyone in the whole wide world to know about. Oh, boy. All right, Kate. We will start with you. Well, we're both here because we are um, currently crowdfunding a new project. We at Shipwrecked Comedy make literary historical comedy content for the internet, and uh, we are crowdfunding our new ten-part uh, digital series called Headless: A Sleepy Hollow Story, and uh, it is a modern adaptation of Sleepy Hollow, wherein Ichabod Crane, played by Sean, and the Headless Horseman are roommates trying to find the Horseman's actual true head oh. um so yeah so that's I what we're up it. to yeah, yeah it's pretty fun we it. uh we're we're almost at our goal so we're pretty close and it's we've got an amazing cast full of so many so many wonderful people matt mercer jimmy wong matt mercer yeah mm-hmm. wait like horror movies matt mercer oh no, no critical role matt mercer oh okay um but i'm sure horror movies matt mercer is great too i think oh, okay. matt pro- probably likes horror movies too. yeah probably yeah. i okay. mean maybe that's i don't know maybe i, I don't know wait what does he what does he look like <laughs> he's uh he's got he's, long hair yeah okay Maybe he's in horror movies. I don't know. He does a lot of videos. He's a voiceover actor. Uh, Okay. Okay. Different one. Different guy. Um, Jimmy Wong. Who else? Jenny D. Mm -hmm. Ton of. Jim O'Hare. Oh, he's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. So we'll cut that part out. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully that's revealed by the time this is up. Okay. Uh, But yes. um, So that's what we're up to. Great. Did you want to say anything more about that before I give a plug? uh, Yeah. It's just just a a super uh, fun. It's been super fun to write with my sister. Um, I haven't been this excited about something we're doing in a long, long time, and um, I'm so jazzed to to get to work on it. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, it's really exciting. You did a really good, efficient plug of it. Thank so. you very much. Okay. I've been practicing. 
So something someone else did. Um, trying to think. What have we been watching recently that we love? I mean, like Loki, but like everybody yeah, no, knows about Loki. <laughs> they don't need that. They don't need that plug. I'm trying to think of like um, our 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 group of people. Yeah. Well, a lot of our friends. We're a part of. Uh, we have a lot of friends who are creating wonderful things, like our friends, the Tin Can Brothers, um, my friend Whitney Avalon, Joe Stribling, who directs with us. But of course, a lot of us haven't been able to be making a ton of stuff because right. of pandemic so sure. i would just say check out tin can brothers they have a lot of stuff on their youtube channel uh check out whitney avalon and there's a lot of stuff that they've made in the past that is available to you for free yeah excellent sean um i'm gonna i'm gonna um jump on that and and talk about uh jenny d who's yeah. who's in our cast she's an amazing uh cosplayer yeah. like i'm not even into cosplay but the stuff she does is is amazing and I have gone down the rabbit hole of like yeah. finding out how she does this stuff and, and it's like opened me up to like different types of fandoms. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ginny D yeah. and her cosplay. Yeah. Where do we find this? The, uh, her YouTube channel. YouTube channel, YouTube channel. Instagram. Yeah. Okay. And she's, she's been, um, she's been a big help to us too. Yeah. Great. She's the best. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, yeah. I'm Dave Holmes. My book, Party of One, just had its fifth anniversary. The fifth anniversary pressing is on Amazon right now. It's not, there's, it, there isn't one. It's not different. But you'll know. If you go and you buy it, you'll know. This book's five years old. Yeah, you'll know. Wow. You'll know. And I would like to plug uh, a film that I just saw that I really uh, enjoyed, um, that I want the world to, uh, to know about. Um, and I don't know how I found it, but um, it's called F9, The Fast Saga. Oh, yeah. It is, um, it is the first of this series of movies uh-huh. that I've seen. Yeah. And I saw it at, a, at the new theater, the NoHo West, right? Up in Valley Village, very oh. close to Studio City. I haven't been. No, okay. I haven't been It's just off the 170 at Oxnard. This is, oh. This um, is a, there's a lot of things happening that I've never heard of right now. Okay. Yeah, well, F- there's a new F nine. Yes, okay, F nine. <laughs> it's in the Fast and Furious he's saga lying. of it's movies. It's his favorite thing he's ever okay. seen. So it was. They have it in the Regal c- Cinemas at the NoHo West in 4DX, which is um, you. It's your chair moves all around, and they shoot puffs of air, like when there's gunfights, so it feels like bullets are whizzing past your head it, during scenes of rain. There's this small little splash of water that hits you in the oh face, just a, like rain. It's a Disney ride. It's it is <laughs> it is not a Disney ride. It is so it is sub Knott's Berry Farm <laughs> ride. Um, it is so utterly ridiculous. And these movies, which again, this is the first one that I've seen, um, to call them dumb feels dumb because. Being dumb is their entire Wait, reason for existing. Wait, you said this is the first one you've seen? It is, yeah. Okay. Um, but I I mean, I did not miss a beat. I think I understand everything that's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is, if, uh, tell me if I'm wrong. It's a long episode of like NCIS Los Angeles that turns into a Roadrunner cartoon every five minutes, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so in 4DX, it's just that much, you're that, like it's one dimension more into the action that you are pulled mm-hmm. during fist fights. You like you get a poke in the back. Why? <laughs> Why? That doesn't make any sense. You get punched in the face, and you get like a tap on your shoulder. It's yeah. so dumb, but it was the most fun I have had in so long um, because it is truly a a really fun movie, and I'm now totally emotionally invested. And I have no interest in seeing any of the rest of them, <laughs> but I will see the next one probably. Um, I saw in D box, which I think is like is for first generation 4DX. Like oh, okay. It the the seat moves, it rumbles. There's one point where a 
character is uh, is in the water drowning, and the the seat just kind of like start like I was in the water. Oh. I was like, this is amazing. It's so stupid. Um, I've seen all of them. Mary Kate has not seen any, mm-hmm. and I kind of want my my pitch is we watch the first one, which is about an East LA street gang robbing DVD players off of trucks. Great. And then we skip to the ninth one where where they're just like super spies. They're super spies. Everybody's a spy. Everybody's a genius. To, yeah. They're doing like James Bond stuff. Yeah. I just and we skip all the in between. Okay, you know what? I actually should go back and see the first one. Cuz it god, it's so fucking it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Like immediately it was like Oh, this is what this is. And I'm just going to turn my brain off Absolutely. and love it. It's a fun two hours. Oh, it's more than fucking two hours. <laughs> and then like, and then Helen Mirren shows up. Halfway what? through, you're like, I forgot she was in these. Oh, my God. A murderer's was, row of a cast. Honestly, it was so, like, I'm not even ironically saying that I loved it. I mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah. So go see it. Give them your business. <laughs> I like how we're like, who are some some creators we can lift up? Yeah. And you're like, that's not. Vin fucking Diesel, that's who. <laughs> uh, all right, Mary-Kate Wiles, Sean Persaud, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You that were the headphones, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Mary-Kate Wiles... Me. Yes! Sean Prasad. That's me. Hey! Our theme music is USA vs. White Noise by Lady Tron. Thanks to them for two for letting us use it. <sighs> the script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. They didn't write that part. That was me. I ad-libbed that. Uh, and our producers are Christian Duenas. Woo! Woo! And Laura Swisher. And we wish Team USA the best of luck in the Olympics, I guess. Justice for Shigeru. Bye. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.